Hey everybody, welcome to the Boss Rush Podcast. This is the second episode. I'm Picky Gamer. My co-host here is Sega Galactico, and our special guest is Dell. Take it away, yep. guys. <laughs> Why don't you say, hey, Dell? Howdy, howdy. So, uh, I've been following you on Twitter for a while, and I think vice versa, and you're quite the interesting gamer and, and stuff. Um, it's not really on topic, but I know you're working on board games, and that's really interesting. Um, so just tell us a little bit about yourself, about like you know, a brief history of your your gaming past, like how you started gaming and whatnot. And okay. Um, well, I guess I kind of started when I was about two and a half, three. Um, we used to live next to a bar, and they actually had a copy of Double Dragon in there. And so I would actually wander around since, you know, it was North Carolina. Nobody cared about that crap back in the late 80s. And I actually managed to wander in there a few times and just stare at the machine for a while. But uh, aside from that, my parents ended up actually getting a NES when I was around that age as well. And we had a copy of Ghostbusters 2 and Mario 1. So those are pretty much my first experiences with everything. Awesome. But aside from that... Uh, I actually started getting into video game collecting about eight years ago, and so I've been trying to slowly amass a whole bunch of stuff. I almost have a full set for the Nintendo 64 at least. Oh, awesome. Which is so a lot of fun. Is that like your main target right now, is the N64? Yeah, um, I'm about 19 games away, and it's just oh, wow. fun to go through all those things. And That's amazing. I don't like to go on Amazon and stuff. I like to try and at least find them in person, so... Yeah, it's finding games in the wild is is way more rewarding, especially if you can find a good deal on them. Yeah, probably my best one, which really ticked off one of my friends, was I found a nearly mint box copy of Shantae for the Game Boy Color for six bucks. Wow. Nice. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> but yeah, before uh, retro gaming got so incredibly expensive, my wife ended up finding a whole bunch of Atlas games for me because I was collect. Well, I still collect them, kind of. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she ended up getting, like, a box copy of Wacky Races for really cheap, along with, like, eight other games that she gave to me for Christmas. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you got to watch out for those resellers, though, man. Whew. Yeah. Jack up those prices. Always sucks. Yeah, I actually scored a couple. I scored at least one thing this weekend. I, I've been, I'm, never played the Genesis, as you've heard in our first podcast. It's uh <sighs> Not much. I went to my friend's house and I loved it. I never had one, but I always wanted to get the, the Street Fighter Two version. I found one that the box is beat up. I really don't care. But I went to a, a pawn shop and looking, I was like, no, no, no. And I saw a copy of it. I spent five bucks, so I got the Street Fighter Two for the Genesis. I'm is it tournament edition. Yeah, it's that special championship. Just okay. I'm not really a fan of the Super Street Fighter when they kept adding more characters, which is a good game, but. I love Champion Edition where I can turn it on because I had Street Fighter 2 Turbo on the Super Nintendo, but I was like, oh, I got a copy of this now for the Genesis. And I put it on my Christmas list for a Super Retro Trio so I could have the Genesis, the NES, and the Super NES. When my, cause my Super NES is Mode 7 is broken, my NES is a little quirky. <laughs> Isn't Mode 7 always broke? Oh, because it's, the... oh, <laughs> it's not it's not blast processing. I'm so there you go. So, but uh, it, is, it is. I need to actually. T I mean, it looked kind of stupid. I had to take it with my phone. I need to turn it on and show when 
I got Chrono Trigger from Japan, and I got Mortal Kombat. I can't, I'm trying to, that's all the thing I got right now. I got to find my rest of them. When Mode Seven kicks in, it looks like something's thrown up on the screen. It's, it's hysterical. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. When you play Star Fox, it's just like nope. Uh, I'd have to try that. That'd be funny. <laughs> so. So you say you, we were talking about this earlier. You have been trying to get into. Uh, uh, collecting the TurboGrafx-16. That's something yep. that, you know, you, you popped the question out to us last uh, last podcast, and it was a great question. What made you get into start, you know, collecting the TurboGrafx-16? Um, well, mostly just the fact that a lot of the games for the time were pretty unique. Um, even though I'm not really a huge fan of anime, there's a whole lot of heavily anime-influenced games on there that were quite different. Uh, the main example that I used repeatedly was Silent Debuggers, which is just a really weird game, but it's a lot of fun to play. A lot of shooters on the Turbo Graphics too. Very true. A lot of side-scrolling goodness. Bonk. He, I mean, he finally went on to other consoles. He was so popular, actually. Yeah. You have Lords of Thunder? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't, unfortunately, uh, which really stinks. There's a really cool ninja game on there. I, I don't remember the name of it, but... Oh, you might be thinking of Ninja Spirit, which is yes. a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, that looks badass. It's the one you like. You have multiples of yourselves on the screen and just humongous bosses. Yeah, and you can use like the kunai and chain and just whip it around the screen repeatedly. It was a lot of fun. That sounds cool. Oh, man. I want to get a Turbo Graphics. I haven't been chasing in a long time. For a while, I like to get it or the Neo Geo, and I look online and I and I croak at the prices. <laughs> yeah, I still need to look up that. Yeah, that especially like the Neo Geo CD or something. Oh. It's ridiculous. I mean, I love the fact you be able to hold a Neo Geo cartridge in my hands. I've seen them. You know, I've seen people hold them, and show how big they are. I'm like, well, can I really beat somebody to death with this thing? I, I figured <laughs> I can. It looks awesome. Or like. Uh, the Turbo Graphics had the um, the Turbo Duo. Yeah. Right. Do you have one of those? No, unfortunately. Ah. I've got the uh, uh, Turbo CD attachment, and that's about it. Oh, okay. I mean, that's the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, well, they re-released it as a Duo system, I think. Yeah. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. I thought that was how it was. Well, if that's the case, then yes, I have the uh, <laughs> CD at least. Yeah, you have nope. the original put together yourself there. <laughs> the only thing is, doesn't the Turbo Graphics only have one controller port? They do, but they had pretty readily available multi-taps. And oh, okay. So you can play with five players all together. Oh, okay. Which is actually it, a lot of fun. Wasn't there a really good Bomberman on there? Yep. Uh, actually, I think they had two Bomberman games on there. Um, okay. Yeah, I have one of them, a few copies of that one. It's a lot of fun. But then... And the CD, of course, had Fighting Street, which is really Street Fighter. No, my, even myself didn't know <laughs> what that was. <laughs> yeah, I've got that one. It's really bizarre to try and play, but it's still a lot of fun. Awesome. It's very primitive feeling in term or in comparison to the other Street Fighter games, but that's for obvious reasons. Yeah, you only have a few more. You only have a few buttons. Yeah. So if I remember correctly, they only had like the one super move that you could do, and that was just the Shoryuken. Because huh. <laughs> you just you just play as really as Ryu or Ryu. That's the only person you really played as in single player. Yeah, and then you just go through and fight everyone. Hmm. That's yeah, novel. 
Yeah. It was kind of neat because they brought back some of the characters from that in later games like Birdie. And I think there were a few other characters, too, that they included. Oh, that's cool. I'm not 100% up on my Street Fighter lore, <laughs> but... Yeah, I'm not that. I'm, there's some people. I mean, Street Fighter Five is about ready to hit. This, you know, we usually talk about retro. It's not, but it's been around so long that I forget it's still around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a few friends who are really big into fighting games, and I tried to be, but I'm terrible at them. So yeah, I loved playing Four, and they just got too many expansions for me after a while, and I kind of stopped playing. Yeah. I've always liked the King of Fighters characters. King of Fighters is a lot of fun. I do miss... Bogard. He's badass. Fatal Fury, yeah. that's one of my favorite... That's my fa- one of my yeah. favorite fighting games. As I mentioned before on Twitter, I'm always a sucker for huge rosters, so I always oh, liked yeah. uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and King of Fighters 11 and stuff where they had, you know, like 40, 50 plus characters. Oh, yeah, that's that's the best. Just Oh, like you hit it random, and that's the best part. You don't know who you're picking, and there's so many characters... I have a habit of picking characters that aren't top tier by any means, but I just pick the characters I enjoy playing as. And that's what you should do. <laughs> like in uh, Super Smash Brothers, I always play as Rob, which is just amusing to me. <laughs> I always play as Kirby. Kirby's my... always a good choice. I, I tried playing as Mega Man because I love Mega Man so much. I'm just not good with him. I still play as him and lose, but... <laughs> yeah, as I'll... long as you try. I also like Charizard because he has that, that stupid move where he flies across the screen and if he hits you, he does pretty good damage and he also hurts himself, but half yeah. the time I end up flying off the side instead. <laughs> and then you have no recovery and then you just cry in the corner. Yep. Uh, that's not retro either. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're breaking the show. We, oh my God. Oh no. We pulled a dead pull. We broke the fourth wall. <laughs> So you you posted us a hard question. You got to answer a hard question. Sega or Nintendo, and why? Oh, uh, Sega, definitely. (laughs) Um, Eto Brute. Yep. No. uh, When I was a kid, I never really had a whole lot of Nintendo systems. Uh, I mean, there was the bonus side of, well, I guess one of the few bonuses of having uh, divorced parents was one parent had one system, the other parent had the other system, so I was usually good between the two of them, but um, yeah, like, growing up Sega was my primary system for most cases. Well, that's the way to look at the divorce. Oh, I get two systems. (laughs) I'm sorry, that's that's awesome. That's that's a good way to look up. I mean... There you go. Positive uh, thinking. Yeah, I mean, I I, I like, I'm getting more into Sega now, but like I said, I went to that road and my parents bought me in the nest and I get anywhere in there. You you usually pick one or two roads, they're both for great stuff. Oh, yeah. No, I was quite lucky growing up because my mom never actually gave a crap about what I was playing. So I was like seven years old and playing Splatterhouse 2 and just murdering things. Oh, man. Those Splatterhouse games are great. Oh, yeah. Splatterhouse 3 has some amazing music. That is true. I can't really argue that one. <laughs> That's the one they more, made more like a beat-em-up, right? I've seen some playthroughs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You have to that, make your way through the house and go to different rooms and whatnot to try and rescue your wife and son. And that third stage has one of the creepiest bosses. Is that the teddy bear? Yeah. Yeah. I saw That's that. I saw great. somebody beat that. Was it, no, was it you, Galactica? 
It might have been. I did post a video. Yeah, but... yeah, and I walked somebody else, and I sat there and went, well, that's not Teddy <laughs> Ruxman's. It's, I, I feel old. I can. I, I mentioned Teddy Ruxman. Oh. <laughs> I know what Teddy Ruxman I never had one, by the way. No, I, I never did. I looked at the thing and went, okay, I've seen Child's Play. Not, not happening. <laughs> you don't want another good guy incident? Yeah, I don't want to. I ain't going to be your friend. Oh, you son of a bitch, you're going to be burnt. Uh, <laughs> trash compactor one. I mean, you could just put, like, other... You could, like... Oh, my God, you could get a tape recorder and, like, record your own stuff and, like, sneak into someone's house that had one <laughs> and make them say crazy stuff. That's right. You could do that. I'll eat your heart. <laughs> oh, my God. That's from Little Nicky. Remember what? when he does it? I'll eat your heart. Yeah. <laughs> Love that movie. Um... Did you get did, well, Dale? Did you get into handheld gaming at all? I mean, oh yeah, I've uh, oddly enough one of my earlier experiences. I mean, I had like a Game Boy and stuff growing up, but it I never really caught on to that until I started collecting games. But oddly enough, I kind of went from the Game Boy to Virtual Boy, which was just bizarre. But Ugh. that was again where I ended up playing my first Atlas game of all things, which was the delightful Jack Brothers, one of the only oh. few good games on there. What is right. that? What is that? Is it that, is it that import where it's got like three, like a skeleton of the character? I thought I saw an AVG and he updated. He saw the Jack Brothers and it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it did come out in the US. It was uh, Pyro Jack. I forgot what the skeleton. I think it was just Skeleton Jack and then uh, Jack Frost, which is the mascot for Atlas. And basically, the whole point of the game was you had to take them and try and get back to the, like their demon world before midnight on Halloween otherwise they'd be trapped in the human world or something like that and it's actually kind of a mean game it's a top down kind of like a Zelda esque well actually I suppose more like uh, Binding of Isaac kind of where you know just top down you're moving Mm -hmm. around the map and you have to try and shoot at the enemies okay kind of Smash TV esque kind of a lot more like narrow pathways and stuff but it was a lot of fun so how so how would you rate the virtual war? I've never seen one. I've never. I mean, was it easy? To, did it give you headaches? Uh, not for me. But I was also like nine or so when I was playing it, and didn't really bother me at all at the time. I have one. I haven't booted up up in forever. I'm sure it'd probably give me headaches now. But yeah, the well, only like, games. Nope. Go ahead. You had to like put on like the tripod and like have it on like a desk or something and sit there with it. Yeah. Like, you needed to really have, like, a strap to, like, put around your head. <laughs> it probably would have make... been better with the, uh, like, the VR setup that they have nowadays, where it's just basically a helmet that you throw on. But Yeah. Yeah, no, it was kind of awkward. But we usually, or I ended up playing that when we ended up going camping. So the rest of my family was outside doing outdoorsy stuff, and I was just sitting in there in the camper with a virtual boy in front of me. Oh, virtual Man, I, 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 if I saw one, I think I'd just fall over like, wow, that's pretty neat. I don't want one, but it's pretty neat. <laughs> I used to have a roommate that had one, and so I played it a couple times, and I was like, there's so much red. Yeah. The only reason I have it now is just for the Atlas collection, and that's yeah. about it, just so I have an excuse to play Jack Brothers again. So you're a big Atlas fan? Oh, yeah. Actually, the only tattoo that I have currently is of their mascot playing or uh, throwing snowballs at Vivi from Final Fantasy IX. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. I'd like to get more, but I'm just far too broke at the moment. 
I'd like to get tattoos, but I'm a pussy, so. It wasn't that bad. It was just like being scratched by a cat repeatedly for like three hours. No, oh, that sounds great. <laughs> it's so delightful. Yeah. Uh, it, it's 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 an interesting pain. I, I have one, two, three, four, five, and I'm I'm a geek. I mean, I got Jack Skeleton. I got Ghostbusters, Megatron, <laughs> and then I got a. a yeah, I want to get. Uh, I'm thinking actually adding the, the vault boy to my to my arm and then <laughs> stuff like that. And people go, "Why do you do that?" I said, "Why not?" Other than going exactly. out and putting mom on there or some something that you don't care about. You don't yeah. care about your mom. <laughs> but I mean, you know, the old fashioned. <laughs> no, Dude, you know, I don't care about her. I'm Megatron. That's who I care about. Well, you know, it's I the old. It's, it's it's a typical. You go there. The heart says mom. It makes you think of. Uh, the Simpsons commercial where he's getting a tattoo and then and they left off the M is Mo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. There are two tattoos I'd like to get, but I'd like to get uh, a, a the blue Mega Man helmet on one shoulder and have underneath it say Death Does Wear Blue, and then um, on the other arm have the Proto Man helmet and it'll say Hope Rides Alone. Mm-hmm. And then if I was really ballsy, I'd get the uh, boss select screen from Mega Man 2 on my back. <laughs> oh, man. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be a lot of ink, but that'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. You could put you a dead Wily somewhere. <laughs> underneath underneath the blue helmet, you just see a little puddle of blood and a little silhouette of Wily. That'd be funny as hell. Wily, Wily was such a bitch sometimes. <laughs> And I didn't know. It was amazing you were talking about that. You know, the Mega Man games that come out on, on Sega, and I was like, really? Oh, yeah, the Wily Wars. Yeah. yeah. Through the it's Sega like, channel. Yeah. That's crazy. And it's hard to find, and it's expensive as hell, too, now. Well, if I remember correctly, it was only released in physical form in Europe and Japan. Right. So I think the only way that we had it was just through the Sega channel. Mm-hmm. Which I'd still yeah. love to just get a Sega channel unit just to have it, even though it'd be useless. You can get like a repro for like fifty bucks. Yeah, but I've heard of them. I think about getting me a repro when I get my neck, uh, my system. Hopefully, I get the that other system because just playing the revamped versions on the Genesis just feels wrong and right at the same time. It'd be kind of like, haha, fuck you, Nintendo. <laughs> some of the music is weird, but some of it's actually a little better. It's weird. That that FM chip is 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 a weird beast. Like, if you knew how to use it, you could make some fantastic sound with it. But if you didn't, woof. Yeah, that's the only thing about, about try. I mean, I, I've, I don't, like I said, I have a few cartridges I played. Like I said, on one of my PKO Gamer plays was Mortal Kombat, which I loved it, liked it better, actually, than Super Nintendo, which I was floored. But the sound was, like, okay in some places. And other times it's like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> so, but then Sonic or something like that, it's just, Fantastic. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. It just depends on how the developers were able to use it, right? But that's the, that's with anything, usually. Yeah. I was just thinking earlier today about how uh, the Resident Evil remake on the GameCube looks better than some like 360 games and whatnot, just because of how much detail and stuff they put into it. Oh, yeah. Biohazard. Such delightful games. Yeah, I liked them. I actually liked them up to about three in Co-Veronica, and then when they changed the zombie types, I wasn't as much of a fan. 
And it's yeah. not that they're bad games. It's just I liked two and three were like so memorable on the PlayStation. I loved them. I was never really a big fan. I beat two on the N64. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did you have the expansion pack, though? That's the real question. Yes, there you course. go. <laughs> and then I played three. And three really got under my nerves because it's just it's so stupid. You guys are going to be so mad at me. So there's a part in the game where you meet this one dude. I think uh, Carlos I think you, or Brad. Yeah. I think Carlos. I think it's Carlos. Yeah. Yeah. You meet him, and so then Nemesis shows up, and he breaks down the wall. And I'm like, okay, fuck this. So I run because I don't want Nemesis to kill me. And I'm really far from the situation. All of a sudden, the screen it says, "You are dead." I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm running down the street. I'm not dead." And apparently, he killed Carlos, but he didn't kill me. So I was like, "Why are you telling me that I am dead? It should say Carlos is dead. That would make more sense." And so I just rage quit because I was like, "I'm not dead. Hello." <laughs> it should have said you with the game. You should. It should have yeah. said you fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah and I think Carlos should have ran too. It's not my fault. He's an idiot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure most people's first reaction analysis would be to bolt. But. Yeah, I was like, fuck this. <laughs> I mean, especially like Ty- and in the second one, Tyrant, he showed up. I'm like, nope, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ran like a bitch. I don't care. I mean, that's what you've pretty much done from him. It's just like he showed up. It's like, oh, crap. It's survival horror. <laughs> I was surviving. <laughs> and the horror of almost pissing my pants. Because a couple times in two, I mean, he just pop up and scared the shit out of me. It was and nice. Oh, yeah. how, how was the N64 version? I know they had to really work to get that on there. They did. They they sacrificed some CG stuff, but yeah, it wasn't too bad actually. They uh, added notes to it uh, that you couldn't find in the other versions of the game. If I remember correctly, they had like one that had an allusion to uh, Resident Evil Survivor, which unfortunately nobody cared about. But I don't know. Am I correct in remembering that it was on two carts? For no, no, Resident Evil Two is just on one. They okay. they pushed it, and I did look up like the cart specs because I'm a I'm a freaking nerd. That's one of the only few 64 megabyte cartridges they had to get up to the, a cart size just to hold it. And uh, yeah. th- then you had to then did you did it require the expansion pack? No, it was just enhanced by it. Yeah, but, but I bet it needed it really. So you need an expansion pack for smoothness, and they pushed the cartridges way high. You know. Yeah, there's a lot back in there. Yeah, I had the expansion pack because it came with a game. I forget which game it was. Donkey Kong, probably. No, it wasn't Donkey Kong. There's something else. Um, what was it? Fuck, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I did play a heck of a lot of N64 though. Oh, it was a great system. And like you were saying last time. Uh, Space Station Silicon Valley is such a delightful game. Oh my god, I rented it so many times. <laughs> Just run around as a chip and, and hop into all the animals and abuse their abilities. It was so unique. Oh yeah. It's probably one of my favorites on there, along with uh, the one that I keep talking about, Mischief Makers, because Mischief Makers was a great game. Yeah, that was a treasure game. Yep. I never actually played it. It looked cool. Oh, it was. It was kind of weird, though, because uh, basically in order to get the best ending, you had to get all the collectibles in the game because the collectibles were actually a timer for the ending of the game. Weird. So if you only got, like, ten collectibles, you didn't get nearly as much as if you got all of them. It was weird, but it was kind of neat at the time. N64 was all about them collectible games. 
True. There's quite a few of them on there. I remember I loved Jet Force Gemini until I got to a part where it's like, you have to go back and find all those <laughs> ant things. And I'm like, what? Yep. No. Res- you have to rescue all the civilians, otherwise you can't get to the final level. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, that's where one of my friends ended up quitting, too, because he's just like, yeah, yep. no, done. It was fun until then. <laughs> um, Actually, you were right. Donkey Kong 64, I'm, I'm listening to you guys, included the expansion pack, because it and Majora's Mask required it. Yep. I wonder how I got it then. Because I didn't get Donkey Kong. They did have like third party ones, and plus I think they sold it. It's, sold, it's, it's, it's in boxes. You probably picked it up. Oh, was it, I think it came with a, a Rogue Squadron game. It may have. A few no, of, I don't remember offhand. I bet you that's where it came from. Because I love those game, that game. I mean, how I bought the N64 for the Shadows of the Empire. Oh, you know what game was awesome? Goemon the Mystical Ninja. That is true. The mech battles were amazing. Oh my god. It's usually that one was... of the first things people talk about with that game. Yeah. Scared. A lot of fun. And it was funny. Oh, I love that game. Yeah, I don't know. I'm always weird because I usually like the games that no one else seems to like. So like the Castlevania games, I actually enjoyed and... Even Quest 64, which most people hated, I still oh, liked somewhat. <laughs> uh, <Yep>. You know. <laughs> now, yeah. okay, Castlevania, I was okay with. Uh, ooh, skeletons riding motorcycles? I can get behind this. But there's that one level where you have to transport the nitro, and if you jump or something even comes near you, you explode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. And you have to go down that like those gears, and you have to like get on them just right. And if you drop down on the wrong one, you explode. You have to. Mm. Yep. The best thing I ever remember is I actually skipped a day in college to go um, some classes, and I and I pre-bought Zelda with the gold cart, and I had all that. And of course, I don't have. I don't. I think I ended up trading it in back then. Now I wish I said I could go go back yeah. in time, kick my own ass. <laughs> But, I mean, I, I skipped, and I went and got that. just like, ha, ah, this is awesome. Yeah, I, I, got, I remember getting that for my birthday one year, Ocarina. And I, like, stayed up for, like, 16 hours playing it. It was great. The one that, I, I mean, it's weird. It's, it's always infamous, people say, for, you know, not living up to hype. It's Fable. But I got it. I played it. I went to bed at 3. I got up at 7. I sucked ass that next day at, I think it was work I was still in, I don't know when it was maybe college I was still in you know it took me a long time to go through college I had to work and pay for it but I played it I didn't want to stop playing it yeah I know how that is to get a game you just can't stop playing it oh yeah, yeah. so what's the game what, what's games you all binge the most did you just sit down and you can't stop playing it I lately I can't do that anymore unfortunately as I've I mentioned on Twitter, I just suffer from really bad gaming ADD. I'll start playing a game, and 30 minutes later, I'm like, oh, well, I feel like playing a sports game right now, so I'll pop in Madden or some crap. And yeah. I, I, For some odd reason, I can't sit through games that much anymore. One of my friends is actually uh, starting at the beginning of the next year. He's issuing me monthly challenges to try and go through games just so I actually beat something. Because <laughs> uh, 70% of the games that I own, I haven't beaten yet, which is far too many. Hmm. I think, and 
well, it's the Fallout series, and it's not retro, even though we usually talk retro. The newest one, I'm, I've I've caught myself around four or five hours on a Saturday, which I'm doing nothing, and I have to actually go, okay, this is too much. You've got to stop. Usually it's <laughs> one like that, or I remember the Zelda game on the uh, Link's Awakening on the Game Boy I sunk so much time into, I would run out yep. entire sets of batteries and, <laughs> oh, good stuff. Yeah. I rented Fallout 4, and I enjoyed what I was playing of it, and then I came across a glitch where, like, the NPCs that I had to report quests to weren't showing up in the right locations and stuff, and I just said forget it and stopped playing completely. No, that sucks. Yeah. Like, they weren't even where they were supposed to be on the map. Like, they just did not exist, and, like, I would check the main map, and they would be in the complete opposite corner or something, and (laughs) it, it was weird, and I just said forget it. But yeah, probably one of the games that I've sadly enough sunk the most hours into would probably be uh, Sonic Adventure 2 on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's mostly just for chow raising, because I'm weird like <laughs> that. Way past cool. That or uh, Fantasy Star Online on the GameCube. Oh my god. Oh. Well, I mean, I'll... I love the Dreamcast version too, but uh, my wife and some of our relatives <coughs> and stuff, there were nights where we would like sit down at noon and then we wouldn't leave the room until like 8 a.m. the next day because we just played that the entire time. Oh, yeah. It's the delightful thing of four-player split screen. Yeah, that's great. I need to try I mean, to play I'm that. I'm an MMO junkie, so I've, I've spent like countless hours playing like Final Fantasy Eleven or World of Warcraft, so. Yeah. I need to get back into fourteen again. I was playing that quite a lot, and then the expansion hit, and I kind of just stopped after that for some reason. That one's good. I just yeah. I can't. Weird thing I can't me. do MMOs anymore. I played World of Warcraft, and everybody says if you play. I didn't beat it or go far. I played it five separate times. I get a, some people that want to play it, and I'd end up by myself playing an MMO. Yeah, and some people might. I have a buddy who who probably listens to this, and he's like, "I don't care. That's cool." And I'm like, "No, if I'm paying a fucking monthly fee." I want some people to run with an MMO. Yeah. And I could, you know, if That's I... join a guild. I've joined, I joined a couple of guilds. I don't think I was in the right time. And I couldn't, i work and everything. I could not put the time they wanted. I was, I was semi-casual. Yeah. I put time into it. I, I got level 40s and 50s, not really high end, but I got a few times. And I finally just went, ah, me and MMOs are not good. The last thing I really play online was Diablo 3, which also got moved it over to the newer consoles. But even the old Diablos, those were fun where you could just put some time into it. You didn't have to come back to it and spend all that time into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of the same way. If my friends aren't playing a MMO, then I usually have no interest in it whatsoever because it's I don't know, just weird to me. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's not for everybody. No, it's not. I mean, it, they're fantastic concepts and games. It's just, do you have the time? Yeah. And a lot of people, and, and I tried it once or twice, and it was just on a free scale. You're talking about one that wants you to think time into is EVE Online. I don't know if you've ever oh tried it. Oh, my God. It. It's like years, just a guinea, where years, real years. <laughs> and when I clicked something, it's like, okay, it's just going to take a week. I said, nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> The music in that game is really good, though. It's a good... I love sci-fi stuff. That's why I like yeah. the Fallouts better. And, I, yes, I played some of the, 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 the Oblivion and Skyrim and everything else. But I like some sci-fi stuff more, but yeah. um, that was just too much. Between the two, I definitely prefer the Fallout 
or the newer Fallout games, I should say. I've never really been a huge fan of like high fantasy stuff. Yeah, I get, it's, it's like how many times can you do it? You got Token, Lord of the Rings. You've got this stuff over here, and it's like really we got another one. That's because no one's made a really good Willow game. <laughs> hey, now don't don't diss the NES one. No, that one's good, but we need a new Willow <laughs> game. Yes, that's one Mark Davis. That's the one I never play because I like the movie. I just never could get find the game. I don't think that's, that's, that's I'm going to have to put a list up of NES games. I'm going to start getting Deadly Towers, Sky Shark. <laughs> if I don't choke it, some of the prices when I go out. Sky Shark is cheap. So is Deadly Towers. There you go. <laughs> uh, Deadly Towers. I have to look that up. Game that's on like almost every top ten worst games list. <laughs> oh, that like, one. No, yep. thank you. The one where you just walk to the right and wander into an invisible dungeon for some reason. <laughs> uh, it was me. That sounds amazing. <laughs> you should try it sometime. <laughs> I've watched the the nerd show it to me once, and I always forget the name. When I see it again, I'm like, mm, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, my friends have... Uh, been trying to get me into doing like a, just a day of bad games. One of them is actually threatening to uh, purchase Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde for me just for that day. I have a friend who buys every copy of Superman 64 he finds. I'm the same way with, uh, well, except it's actually a good game, but I'm the same oh. way with Phantom Dust because Phantom oh, Dust yeah. is always cheap and I just pick up a copy and throw it at somebody that doesn't have it. Oh. The, is that a PS2 game? Xbox. Xbox, okay. I'm thinking of a Phantom Brave. That's Could a be. different. <laughs> yeah, quite a bit. <laughs> but yeah, Phantom Dust is a, such a good game. I'm, what is what is it? Um, it's kind of weird. It's kind of like a uh, deck building game, but you actually control your character on the field and you pick up skills and you actually can use them against your opponents. And the storyline's actually not too bad. But that sounds they, vaguely familiar. Yeah, they were planning on, well, I don't know if it's still in the works. They mentioned, a, and they actually had a teaser trailer for a redo or a sequel. I'm not sure what it was supposed to be on the Xbox One, but I haven't seen anything on that since. Hmm. Which sucks, because I would love for it to come out, because, like I said, I love the original one. He, You say he buys Superman 64 what is, is he going and burning them? <laughs> no, he just, well, he's like... I guess he's keeping them from other people. He's, Maybe he's yeah. saving uh, saving yeah. humanity. Because, like I said, again, I watched the nerd. I watched a few other people, and I watched it. And I said that was released. Yeah, that's. <laughs> oh dear God. That's bad. I can yeah. I can see that, keeping it in other hands. Of One of the else. worst games I've played is probably Batman Forever. <laughs> for which uh, system? For that one, Genesis. Okay. That that game is. Like, you get to that first hole, you have to jump up, and you have to get your grappling hook just freaking right. And, of course, you can't, so you're just sitting there forever. And then if you do, it's... Ugh, that game is just so bad. Well, it's also the same. It's worse on the uh, on the freaking Super Nintendo. And I was at a place looking at some retro games, and I went to Bees. I want to see... I want to pick, finally pick up a copy of Batman Returns. It's just... It's a Konami beat-em-up. And they seemingly keep getting more copies of Batman Forever. I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I've only seen videos of it, and you're right. You have to grapple at a certain point. And I'm like, this is that's a little crap. But 
I think one of the and I got one of the, some of the worst game uh, that I own is the NES Back to the Future. Oh yeah, I one love. Is, like I said, it's the only game that I know of where there's a bonus stage that's not a bonus stage because yeah. you know you can die and you can also not pass it, so that's not really a bonus <laughs> stage. <laughs> incredible. Oh, I mean, so I'm such I'm at Ghostbusters. You know, I'm a child of the '80s, like a lot of people, and it's I love Back to the Future. And as a kid, I was just like video game, video game, Nintendo game. And I looked at it, looked at it, finally got my parents get it, and I played. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> you're stuck with it. Yep. And I still got it. I looked at it and I said, "You flaming piece of shit!" I just put it back in there. I'm like, and I got a copy of in the box too of Silver Surfer. Why? Hey, it's got a really good soundtrack though. It, the Paul, soundtrack is great. Tim Paul beats that game up. It's so good. Oh, just put it on and select a level, and then just not die for a little bit. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's well, the real enjoyment of the game. Uh, you're trying to say something. Not die. That. Well, okay. Just I don't know. <laughs> just stall. That's all stall. you have to do. Yeah. Figure out how you can just listen to the soundtrack. It's great. It's, it's great music. Tim Fallen is a, a master. Yeah, I used to uh, really be a lot harsher on games until I actually started trying to do computer programming. And then after that, I kind of uh, started appreciating even the crappy games. Yeah. Because it's such a pain to actually try and get something out there. Oh, yeah. It's it's hard work. But oddly enough, like the two games so far that I pretty much refuse to play at this point are actually newer games on the Xbox 360 and PS3. And that's just uh, Tenchu Z and the Mobile Suit Gundam Crossfire. Oh, yeah. Those are just both so bad. I bought Tenchu Z for five bucks and actually ended up returning it just because of how bad it was. That sucks. <laughs> I never really played the Tenchu games. I love the rest of them. The rest they of them are great, deep. but yeah, for some reason that one just not so good. Tenchu. You, you hit something there. I'm a big Tenchu fan, and you're right. Z was... It was on the PlayStation and the Xbox, and I remember finally getting a hold of it, and it was just like, who threw up on this game? What happened? <laughs> yeah, it was... Like I said, there's very few games that I refuse to play, and those are probably the only two right now. I'll probably <laughs> still buy them again later sometime, but yeah, they're so, so bad. We need a new Onimusha. Come on. Supposedly, they're, they didn't they file a trademark for it recently? Oh my god. I don't know if they're actually going to do anything with it, but the the rumors are they're thinking about doing something new with it. I love those games. They were pretty fun from when I played them. But I, sure I, I remember the Tenchu. Like I said, Tenchu on the PS1, 1 and 2. A lot of people are like, what is that? I'm like, it's a good game. And just taking my time through the level just to be able to not get it detected. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, it's good stuff. Excellent stealth. Yeah, I'm really not sure what game I would like to see rebooted or remade or anything, or even just like a sequel to. I mean, there's so many really good ones that I'd like to see. New but. Bushido Blade. Come on. I forgot where they ended with that. Were there just the two of them, or were there more than that? Yeah, there was just two. Okay. There's a game that's kind of like it that's horrible called Kengo. <laughs> um, ooh, or a new Dot Hack. I would love a new Dot Hack. Oh, yeah. I would so very much. 
I, li- I liked, well, aside from the slang and GU, I actually really liked GU as well. Oh, yeah. I, f- I finally finished GU a few months ago. I yeah. love that ge- those games so much. The, the, the battle system is just so action-packed. and it's, I know it's so super button-mashy, but oh my god, it is reward- it's so fun. It was a lot of fun. Like I said, the only thing I hated was like the first few hours where the only thing that you hear is like noob and PKK repeatedly. And it's like, oh my yeah. god, you guys, I don't care about this. Just go on with the story mode. I love going to the forums and like... Like people actually talk like they do on forums, and there's like trolls and stuff, and and downloading fan art. Oh my god, downloading <laughs> fan art's the best. And yep. check use your wallpapers mail. afterwards. Yes, <laughs> and changing so much your fun. music, and and then there's that card game that you don't actually play. <laughs> oh, that game is great. Those. Um, Mecha Grunty. <laughs> Did you see any? Or I don't know if you saw the post that I made, but have you seen anything on the? Uh, terminal disc that came with the collectors for the first GU? No, I didn't. Or was it the the, the movie? No, it, well, kind of. It, um, what it was, was it had all the cutscenes from the first series on it, and then oh. as you progressed through GU, it unlocked all the cutscenes through there, too. Oh, cool. So you could actually uh, like view everything if you wanted to. It was really neat. I never played a lot of the first series. Yeah, I had... One, two, and three, but unfortunately, I never caught four, and now it's like seventy bucks disc only, and it's yeah. like, eh, no thanks. Fuck. And it amazes me that the imports really are not that expensive. I mean, a lot of people. I'm a, I had a friend who just actually said, "Why did I do this? I imported uh, Chrono Trigger <clears throat> for ten bucks, and it's like I don't need. All I had to do is understand. I've got like." get third of the way through it and i stopped playing it but you know if you know what's going on you figure out the menus you're fine but i've seen one copy locally and they went 90 bucks for it and it was gone the next week i'm like really yeah i i can't do that anymore unfortunately i just i won't do it i will i love chrono trigger it's my face my favorite game of all time and some people go yeah everybody says that it in final fantasy 7 everybody loves it but i will not pay 90 dollars for a cartridge that yeah. old yeah i think the most i've spent was probably around 90 bucks but that was for a box copy of somer assault on the turbo graphics which is just a really bizarre game but that one was a lot of fun but yeah just because it was atlas and so old i had yeah. to pick it up for a lot more yeah but when it's cartridge only and it had somebody wrote their name on it in the back which was horrible you could get that stuff off the plastic it looked really good i'm thinking okay people you know this is nuts so, it almost makes you want to get into making your own cartridges, which I haven't seen anybody that can make their own Super Nintendo carts, but they can make uh, repro um, NES carts. I know that. Oh, yeah. There's people that can do the repro SNES stuff, too. One of the people that I used to follow when I was still on Reddit, um, he ended up having ones for, like, the translated version for Clock Tower, which is actually one of the few repros oh, I was wow. actually really tempted to pick up because I love that game. It's hard for me to justify paying a whole lot for for retro games. Yeah. Like, I understand they're rare and stuff, but, like, especially games that aren't fun. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, people, like, spend so much money on, like, a bad game just because it's rare and... I don't know. It's it's weird. It's it's weird to me, the, the display it, don't play it mentality. Yeah, I don't like, think I could 
ever do that. I think I maybe have one sealed game, and that's just because I've already played and beaten it before. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't fault people that do that. It's just, you know, that's not my thing. I, I like to play the games, you know. Yeah. Even from collecting standpoint, I don't think there's really any games that I haven't touched yet. Even like the used ones, on I at least like to try and play the games that I pick up. Yeah. Plus, it also allows for me to find really bizarre games, too. Oh, yeah. Have you guys played the uh, SNES game Pieces? No. What's Have you that? heard of it at all? Or? No. Um, it's literally a jigsaw puzzle game. You just oh. put together jigsaw puzzles, but it's actually like a versus where you actually have power-ups and stuff that you use oh, on the other God. player to try and mess up their pieces when they're trying to throw them down and stuff. And That sounds weird. Yeah. That is weird. I like that Google stuff while you're talking. That is, I see it. Huh. That's neat. I had to look find that, look that up and get a copy of that. Yeah. I don't think it was going for that much. Again, I had to pick it up because Atlas and whatnot, but it was still a lot of fun at least. Multi-tap and any Super NES mouse. That's something you don't see much of. <laughs> oh, yeah. All four paint. games that use the mouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was what, like... Mario Paint, Vegas Stakes, and probably that, I think. I can't think of anything else offhand that even used the mouse. There was a Sega mouse, too. There was. Yep. Don't remember what that was used for, though, unfortunately. Um, there I was a, a painting game. God, what was it called? Oh, I had the it. Wacky Creation Studios. There's two thing. of them. There's that, and then there's this weird one with like a mouse on the cover, and you can put like stickers of like Toe Jam and Earl and Sonic on your pictures, and yeah, I do miss Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, I'm man. hoping that the new one's good. Yeah, me too. I love Panic on Funkatron. I know a lot of people prefer the first one, but I don't know. Yeah. Just the, the co-op in in two was really good. The action it was so actiony, and the sprites looked great. It was a beautiful game. Yeah. Aside from the character shifts, I actually liked the third one. Yeah, I never played the third one. It wasn't bad, but it was just a lot more like hip hop gangsta than like oh, yeah. funk, and it was, I don't know. The characters didn't feel the same, but the gameplay was actually similar to the first game, which was nice. That's cool. Those are some games I I need to I need to find me some copies of them and like to get into them. Being out, not into the Sega, that really I didn't get to. I knew about them, but I didn't get to play them. Yeah, um, always a good one is well if you have a 360 or PS3, the Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection had a lot of great games on it. Yeah, there you go. It's like 48 games, and you can usually find it for less than 20 bucks. Plus, it had Game Ground, which is worth 40 bucks by itself. Didn't that also have some uh, Master Systems game on it? Yeah, those were unlockables. Like yeah. it had the original Fantasy Star and Golden Axe Warrior. I think is on there. Yep. I'm, well, pretty sure that was it. Yeah. But yeah, that was such a good compilation. I think there's only like a few games on there that I didn't care for, but I'm not too huge of a fan of like the Alex Kidd games and Benner. Yeah. Oh, is it Bonanza Brothers? Not really a big fan of that one either, oddly enough. But Alex Kidd is weird. Like, it's so like popular in like Europe, especially England. But like when I play it, I'm like, this is like there's boss fights where you it's literally rock paper scissor. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like that's. Mm. I mean, they weren't like 
terrible games, but no. if I had a choice between that and most other games on the Genesis, I'd probably pick anything else. Yeah. There's a reason he's not their mascot anymore. <laughs> yeah. I still thought it was weird that they threw him in uh, the newest Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing. I think they hope that him to come back and at least be recognized when everybody goes, who are you again? <laughs> so. Mm. Well, let's see here. We've been yakking for a while now. Anything else you guys yeah. want to talk about? Or? No, I'm kind of rambling on my end, so. Yeah, we're just BSing oh. about games. That's the best way to do. Exactly. Say okay by me. I didn't get any questions. No, we didn't get any questions, and our, our fans let us down. Yeah, way to go, Kelly. Only yeah, Kelly. Thanks. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other person who asked questions is on the show. Exactly. That's what we get. Yeah. We shall get people someday, and then they'll ask us the random stuff that we don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Well, I think we're kind of getting out of a uh, right yeah. out of steam, aren't we? Here? Yeah, let's go ahead and land this puppy. Well, Dale, I do appreciate you coming on here and just shooting the shit with us. It's been real fun. And well, that's uh, fun. Like I said, you can find Dale on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle again? Uh, it's well, deletion underscore Hikari, but. It's always a pain to spell out since I butchered the, uh, well, intentionally butchered the spelling of deletion. So <laughs> it's all good. Wh- wh- who needs grammar? I exactly. Don't exactly. So, yeah, if you can find Dell on uh, Twitter and just follow him, and follow, you'll see Galactico and I just um, being crazy as usual. And like I said, we appreciate you being on this episode of Boss Rush Podcast. So, uh, this is a Picchio Gamer, and that's my co host was. Uh, Sega Galactico and I guess we'll talk to you guys next time. Yep. Adios. Catch you later. Yep. Later.